She's going to text me a picture of a middle finger in about three seconds from now. Padded Room Radio is on the air, you motherfuckers. My name is Darian. I am back again for another week of horror nonsense. Miss Monica, back from the motherfucking dead. Finally, Uh, you're alive. I'm here. I resurrected you. Uh, Yes, you did. I hooked you up to the electrodes. Yes, you did. Put you on the weird table and sent you up to the roof, and then the lightning struck, and she's alive, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Woo! She made it. I'm. I had to put clothes on for this episode. Uh, yay! I'm sorry. Me too. <laughs> How are you feeling, kiddo? I'm okay. So you have I'm... you have some nerve, some spinal issues. Yeah. And it boils down to a pinch nerve that's causing a lot of leg pain. Is yes. that what's going on? Yes. Okay. It's weird. There's no back pain for me, but it's all in my leg. But it started with back pain, right? Yes. Okay. I couldn't even like stand up straight. Right. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. That was nasty. I went to the hospital and to urgent care. Right. Yeah, and so here I am now. Yeah. Yeah. Very doing cool. PT. Uh, physical therapy. Yes. How's that working out for you? Today was my first day. What they do? So I had to do bicycle stuff and okay. like movement stuff. Okay. But yeah, if they said if it doesn't get better in uh-huh. four weeks, I'm looking at surgery. That. So I'm not looking forward to you that. You don't want that, man. No. So I already did that. Back surgery is gonna is gonna fuck you up, man. Yeah. Nobody nobody ever successfully recovers from back surgery. I well, feel like. I. My first one, I got a good 15 years out of it. Well, that's a good run. Yeah. Okay, nice. So, I just, you know, learn not to lift anything heavy. Don't do that. I say no. Say no to that. Say Don't no. do that. Yeah. Don't exactly. do that at all. Exactly. Yeah, forget it. Yeah. Who's this guy you brought with you over here? It's Mr. Monica. The parole officer. The parole officer is in the house. What's up, Jesse? Live and well. Here we go. All right. You're not... I thought you were a figment of Monica's imagination. I am. You're a real person. I'm the absentee husband. I love it. (laughs) You're like like a landlord that you just kind of get a letter from every couple months. That's it. (laughs) It says, don't fuck up my house. I'll see you in a year. Exactly. Hey. Who are, every time you walk in the house, you're like, who's this guy? Oh, there's that guy again. Yeah, what's yeah. he up to? <laughs> Pretty bad when your dogs take a second look to go, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I know him, yeah. right? Yeah. Should I bark at him? No, I'm not going to bark at him. I, I'll give him a little bark. Exactly. <laughs> Good to have you with us this week, sir. How are you doing? You were having some issues yourself. Yeah, I had the surgery and it didn't go well. Oh, fuck, man. And the surgery, as you said, is not successful. No, it never is. Yeah, his wasn't. No. 
No, I uh, I was on death's door for about seven days. I, so we heard. We heard all about it. It was rough. But you're alive now. Live now, but uh, I don't feel where we accomplished anything like you were talking about. Yeah, man. It never it never goes well. So. If you can avoid back surgery, my policy is to avoid back surgery. I would avoid it altogether. That's what I'm going to try to do. Uh, mm-hmm. My back is fine. Um I you know I don't that I don't have any complaints. You're lucky. Yet. I am lucky. Yeah. So there's that. Mm-hmm. It's let me. I want to thank you guys because it's not often that I am the healthiest guy in the room. <laughs> but I have accomplished that tonight. So yes. thank you guys very much for making that little dream come true. Well, you know, and for us, I think it was all the years of watching wrestling, and so we were always How is in watching wrestling well, hurting your back. But no, no, no. We went to the gym all the time because, okay. like, he wanted to be Triple H, of course, and I wanted to be China. So well, it was I mean, like years why would of you want to be China? Lifting weights. Let's not be China. Yeah, I wanted to be big and strong and look ripped. Okay. Yeah. She died early as a I know. porn star junkie. I know. Well, <laughs> That's I not the way heading. you want to go, I man. wasn't heading for that. Well, I mean, you could do the porn star thing. I, I applaud that decision. But let's let's end it right there, and then we'll be okay. It was just out to all the people out there, don't lift weights. It's not worth it. it, it dude, it's good up until probably about the age of 25. After that, that's when all you're doing is hurting yourself. Yeah, pretty so much. After I, yeah, all do I lightweight. All I do these days is cardio and body weight exercises. Mm-hmm. That's it, and I take a shit ton of vitamins. <laughs> yes, so the, uh, that helps too. Well, we got a, a real horror show to get to here, kids, and I'm not just talking about Monica and Jesse's back. <laughs> Let's talk about some movies and some uh, horror news and listener mail and all the usual nonsense. Uh, why don't we kick things off with a little bit of the old horror news there, maniacs? Monica? Uh-huh. I don't see a book in front of you. I don't have you my book. You brought a post-it I, note. I know, I just You brought a fucking it. post-it <laughs> note? You've been missing I, for, for, for a month and a half. You show up with a post-it note. I was ill. Oh, my God. She was <laughs> ill, she says. Oh, my God. Horror news. <laughs> horror news all right let's see what you could fit on your three by five post-it note (laughs) okay by the way it looks like it just came out of the washing machine (laughs) i know i was trying to read my writing oh yeah you don't even know (laughs) Uh, okay so get ready january 29th yes yes ma'am the Little Things is going to be released. The Little have you, Things. Have you seen the trailers? I have not seen the... Amazing. The it's Little Things? Gen, it's Denzel Washington with Jared Leto in the oh, movie. Yeah, no, I didn't see the trailer, but I did read Ooh. something about this. Uh, yes. Serial killer, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, and Denzel Washington is playing the cop. Oh, well, of course. From a small town, of goes course. to LA. Okay. Needs help. The yeah. other cop needs help. I didn't write that guy's name down because I hate that guy. Which guy? He's the guy that played the Queen movie. The Queen? Yeah. Freddie you know, Mercury? Yes, okay. that guy. Why do you hate that guy? I don't like him. What's his problem? What's your he's problem? He's ugly. Well, so was <laughs> Freddie Mercury. Yeah, he's ugly too. Well, I'm not a Queen fan. I'm not mad However, at him. However, these two guys, Jared Leto and Denzel, whoa. Leto plays a good sicko. Yes. And I'm not basing that solely on his asinine rendition of the Joker. He, he can he, play, he can yeah. play a good nutsack when he yeah. wants to. He's a good actor. Yeah, so 129, check that out. I'm into it. 
And Straight then, to Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and HBO. Oh, HBO Max? Mm-hmm. Very cool. I'm into and that. then we got The Survivalist. Okay. With the legend John Malkovich. He's good. Yeah. I like it. Have him. you seen the trailers for this? I uh, know, but I read something about it. Well, uh, shooting has wrapped up on this movie. Okay. And they haven't put a release date on it yet, uh-huh. but it's about an outbreak of a virus. Okay. And there's one girl left okay. that carries. She's not sick, so everybody wants her. Okay. So they want to kidnap her to figure out how to stop the virus. So it's it looks pretty good. You listen? You want to survive the outbreak? <laughs> listen to John Malkovich. He's smarter than you. But he's the bad guy. It doesn't in matter. This movie. It does not matter. He's still smarter than you, and even if he does come across as an asshole, listen yeah. to him. He's going to he's going to save humanity. Probably. You may have to sacrifice the chick. Probably. And I'm sorry about that, but still, John Malkovich. Yeah, they haven't put a release date, so watch for that. Okay. And then this one, I don't really know anything you know about what the, I'm gonna, it. I'm going to interrupt you real mm-hmm. quick. We watched a movie, not yes. the, uh, the Survivalist. Yes. And that was where the guy was jerking off in, in his house plants, right? What? Remember that one? Oh, that was that weird guy with the haircut. Yeah, he had like a weird, like a Viking kind yeah, of Yeah, he lived by himself, right? And then right? The, the two chicks yeah, rolled over. Yeah, we watched that one. It was a mom and daughter. Yeah, well, yeah. we don't know. But the mom's like, yeah, you can fuck her. Just don't get her pregnant. Yeah. Don't come in there. And they were living out. He was living by himself. Yeah. And the two women showed up, and he was like making them plant his and then garden he, and he stuff. he would beat off in the plants. Yeah. I don't, yeah. That actually had nothing to do with the story. I might have drank too much. Yeah, you drank too much. I he mean, doesn't remember a lot. That's the Literally, that's the only thing I remember about that movie is beating yeah. off in houseplants, <laughs> which I will neither confirm nor deny that I have done in the past. <laughs> we might have to rewatch that one. You don't need to. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Unless and you want to see that dude's dick. No, I'm good. It's in there. And then I got one more thing. Okay. I'm not really sure about the Exorcist sequel. Yeah. Let's discuss this. Okay, by all means. I don't, um, so... So what I got is David Gordon Green... Yes, that's what I was trying to think of. ...presently in talks to direct. Now, you're probably asking yourself who David Gordon Green is. He directed that latest uh, Halloween installment Mm, written by Danny McBride. Mm. I wasn't mad at that. Okay. Um, I don't know. I do. Okay, so you have a sequel... Mm-hmm. Exorcist sequel. Yes. I have reboot. Oh, yeah. Mine was sequel okay, that I but saw. I, when I, I got this story yesterday. Uh-huh. When I looked again today, it said sequel also. Okay. Uh, Bloomhouse. Yes. So there's that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I... I don't know that I want Bloomhouse taking over any of my beloved franchises because they don't... I mean, they're good with the new stuff. I just don't, don't mm. know that they need to retouch anything. And but, but, Do we need an Exorcist sequel? Where are we going to go with that? Well, the Somebody sequel else they made was awful. The, the, there was a lot of awful sequels in that <laughs> yeah. franchise. And that ridiculous yes. fucking TV show. Oh, yeah. I stopped seasons. watching it. I watched the pilot and I said, no. No, um, no, I will not. I think I would like to see a sequel. Okay, so. Maybe. How are you going to make the sequel? Yeah, where are we going to go with this? Well, Fa- maybe she's, you know, 10 years later. Is she still alive? Now, Linda, Linda Blair? Blair? Yeah. Yeah, she's alive. Okay. But we don't need her. We need a young version of Linda Blair. Oh, so you want to do that sandwich move where it comes like, 
This is the sequel to part two, but before part, you have to pretend part three never happened. No, no, no. We're going to forget part two happened. That's the one put, that we need to for, completely yeah, forget Yeah, where they about. put the stupid thing on Yeah, we head. don't need that shit. Yeah, we've, we're going to forget that Ooh, happened. Let's do that. And we're going to go to like 10 years later. Okay. And she's, you know, somewhere in New York or okay. whatever. And um, Captain Howdy just finds her again. Okay. Something triggers something and I he's know, back. Man. I don't know. I think uh, some movies are not meant to duplicate. I mean, but they're going to do it. So you they already hope have. for Exor- something. Exorcist three, not that bad. Uh, it was wasn't okay. that bad. Um, Exorcist two has nothing to do with anything. Don't even no. bother. Yeah. Uh, those that what is that Dominion? Exorcist Dominion, where it is, is actually a prequel and it goes with Father Karras back to <gasps> oh, Iraq. Yeah. yeah. Ah! Is that the one where he says God's not here today? Uh, yeah. My favorite uh, line. Skellen, Stellan Skarsgård. Yes, yes. Yes. I don't, I, where we, I don't know, man. I mean, I'll check it out. I just feel like, what, how about we just drop the exorcist part and make a new movie, uh, possession, possession movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would like a good one. I'm sick of these cheesy ones that don't show anything. Have you seen the cleansing hour? No. Go home uh-huh. and watch the cleansing oh, hour the on cleansing Shutter. Cleansing hour. Yes. Oh. Pretty fucking gnarly. Mm. Check that shit out. Is it that all you got? Impress me. That's all I got. All right. Uh, Kane Hodder. You uh-huh. know the name. Yeah. You know the game. Uh, he is reportedly working on another horror franchise video game. Oh, okay. Couple of thoughts on that. We know it's not Friday the Thirteenth, which would be his staple, which is still tied up in legal litigation for franchise rights uh-huh. and all that nonsense. So it can't be that. Other possibilities are Dead by Daylight, in which the uh, uh, Havoc Entertainment may have gotten the rights to Jason Voorhees. Maybe, maybe not. Or the other horror franchise that's kind of attached to Kane Hodder is Hatchet. Oh, okay. Um, hatchet. I don't think I want a Hatchet. I don't, I don't want to Hatchet anything. I didn't like Hatchet. Jesse, have you seen the Hatchet movies? No. They're yes, fucking... you have. See, he doesn't even remember. Yeah, he doesn't remember. He doesn't remember. even remember. It's because they're dumb. They're dumb movies. <laughs> uh, there's so many movies I've forgotten over the, over the years. Hatchet was the, the big overall guy in the woods, like Louisiana or Georgia. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was disfigured, yeah, yeah. right? A fire burned Crowley. his face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Your nipples are weird, and the chicks are pulling their tits out just for bizarro. If random. he saw the ten first ten minutes, he'd be like, "Oh, oh okay. yeah, I've seen this." <laughs> I don't know where we're going with that. Speaking of Hatchet, though, Danielle Harris. Oh, okay. She is launching her own uh, 2021 calendar. Oh, now I'm into that. Uh-huh. I like her. She's hot. Yeah. Uh, okay. Halloween movies, uh, various you know, horror the films. Cute little girl. Yes. Yes. She got naked in the Rob Zombie Halloween. Mm. If you want to see that. Um, how much would you expect to pay for a Danielle Harris? Uh, 20 bucks. That's it. That's as far as you're going to go? That's it. That's not going to get you the Danielle <laughs> oh, Harris Oh, well, whatever, bitch. $100. Oh, my God. $100. Whatever. Yeah, but she may be nude in some of those. I wouldn't bet on it. It's no? It's not worth it. It's not a rated R calendar? Uh, probably not. Okay. Wow. DanielleHarris.com is where you want to go if you want to find those. I will. What I will do is wait until after the calendar comes out, uh-huh. and I will do a Google image search. Yeah, and see. And I'll see what she's got. Yeah, what and it's then, worth. Yeah, if I wait till like mid-February, I bet I can get one of these for Yeah, are you going to bend over and pull your ass apart? I want to that. Oh, well, now. Yeah, much, we want pictures like that, that for $100. Because if that's 100 bucks, then I might Jeez. be willing to go in. 
Uh, what else we got here? Lock and Key. You guys watch that show on Netflix? Mm-mm. Uh, Joe Hill, Stephen King's son, wrote it. Oh, okay. Um, it got the first season. It's already on Netflix right now. I haven't had time. I can't mm. catch up on this shit. Already signed for a second and third season. Wow. So it must be pretty good. Hmm. I know it's based on a graphic novel. I, I want that. Evil to have a second season. I'm sure it's got one. Hmm. It, that thing is kicking ass yeah. over on Netflix. Uh, lastly, Wraith the Oblivion gameplay trailers are up and out for the PlayStation Virtual Console. Now, in this video game, you mm. play as a ghost, okay. which is pretty dope. Okay. But I feel like because we're playing this in virtual reality, mm-hmm. it's going to lead to some nervous breakdowns. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I've, I've seen VR porn, and it's hard to take those goggles off. <laughs> You know, even after you take them off, you're still like, honey, get in there. <laughs> it's real? It's real? Like they're there, touch? It seems like they're there? No, no. I no. never looked through them. So no, no, no. I mean, you can't touch them. But you can like, hey, you know, she's, you know, giving you a blowjob and you can like look around the room. So there's that. Uh-huh. I mean, you're not huh. going to find that in the ghost video game, but gotcha. it's 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 interesting. I saw some of the gameplay. It looks creepy as shit. Huh. Um, okay. I'm I I don't have a, vid- a virtual reality console yet for my PlayStation, mm-hmm. and I feel like playing these goddamn horror games mm-hmm. is going to give me a either a nervous breakdown or a heart attack or something if I'm doing it in <laughs> virtual reality. And what's even worse is my kids are going to be out there watching Scooby Doo, and in walks Dad with this stupid head thing on. <laughs> feeling his way around the room like a maniac, and then all of a sudden, poof, down I go. Ah! Dad just pissed himself and fell down. What the hell happened? I can see that. I could totally see mm-hmm. it, but I am curious. I might give it a try once it comes out. Mm. All right, that's all we got on the horror news, gang. You guys ready for some listener mail? Yes. Let's break it down. How many dick pics did we get this week? You're wondering. <laughs> Probably none, because they were expecting just me to show up. Listener mail. Emails, voicemails, the whole fucking thing. Let's start it off with a brand new listener. Woo! Uh, Let's say hello to Mike. Mike is actually not a brand new listener. He hits me up on Facebook all the time. But Where's uh, Mike from? I don't know. I th- okay. He's a pilot. I know that. And mm-hmm. uh, that's all I got on Mike. Uh, subject line, Santa Jaws. So here's the thing, Mike. Before we get into this, uh, we were going to do Santa Jaws this mm-hmm. week. But Cowboy, who paid for this month, heard my review of Blood on the Highway mm-hmm. and said, easy, Easy, Tiger. I'm going to take it easy on you this week. I'm gonna, don't worry about Santa Jaws. Let's get some high tension in there so you don't uh, punch me in the face when I see you. So sorry about that, uh, Mike. But he's coming in about Santa Jaws anyway. Well, that was technically a movie. Am I alone in thinking that one decent thing they did in the movie was that they weren't afraid to kill off all the characters? But when they went and fucked that up, when they brought back all the fuckers in the final act. Mike. Right on, Mike. Have you guys seen Santa Jaws? No, maybe I should check it out. I'm going to watch it, and I'm probably going to do a bonus episode on it this week because I feel like everybody wanted me to do Santa Jaws. Hmm. So I'm going to do that, and I'll drop that later this week, Mike. Thanks for writing in, homeboy. Uh, Let's get over to Tokyo, Japan. Here comes Lonely Bob. Subject line, T-1000. 
teaching movie guests. Not sure what that means. Hi, Darian. Hang in there, enjoying your podcast even without co-hosts. Oh, you hear that? You hear Whatever. That? You hear that, Monica? Whatever. You hear that? Somebody, like, somebody likes the solo shows. We all could do with a little humor and levity during this pandemic, and Santa, Do- <laughs> Santa Jaws is sure to bring that. For your teaching Darian section, are you Eli? That movie available to watch on Netflix. Take care, Kevin. Uh, no, I am not there uh kev but that's a pretty good quote that's pretty good guess what were your clues uh my clues were let me let me rehash let me rethink about this uh my kid got real sick and we had to relocate to get closer to his hospital uh we bought this giant house at uh bargain bin prices it's been repurposed from a office of some sort oh everything was cool and then we started finding really weird shit in the walls to include a box of eyelids. You're going to kick yourself when you hear this. I know. Cause yep. I know. I know the movie. the The dad was um, worked at the college or something. Um, I don't remember too much about. It. I remember the mom worked at a gas station, oh. and she's a pretty big name actress, sort of, in the horror arena. Think about it. Uh, you're going to punch me in the face later when I tell you the, the name. Let's get over to Billings, Montana. Here comes Irma Gersh. Oh, wow. Subject line, of course he wrote in. Forever. No way. He blood pop, on the highway. popped up on his blood on the highway radar. <laughs> then he's like, oh, I'm going to write right in now. Subject line, who's going to kill all these fucking vampires? Ha ha. God damn it, Darian. Darian, where do I start with you and your thoughts on blood on the highway? First of all, hey man, it's cool. The movie just wasn't for you. I get it 100%. It's most definitely not for everyone. I mean, honestly, everything you said about it was true. Jesse, have you seen Blood on the Highway? Yes, he has. Yes, you have. Apparently I have. Okay, you have. That's the guy that looks like, I think the main guy looked like Colin Kaepernick. Oh yeah, I can see that. Uh, A much whiter version of Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, that was a good movie. Uh, I don't know if I'd say that. It'll come to me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from wonky dialogue, dialogue, acting, et cetera, et cetera, it's true. No argument there. Secondly, I do need to thank you for giving me, and I'm sure everyone else, a well-needed case of the giggles. <laughs> Hearing you begin to slip over the edge discussing the movie. I damn near lost my mind last week. Thirdly, I'm unsure of who would have suggested this, but cheers. If I ever meet you in person, the first round of pop is on me. Well done, mystery person. It was Cowboy. Cowboy. That's the problem with getting new listeners. You know what I mean? They like to go back and listen to old episodes, (laughs) and then they like to log on to the Patreon page and make us rewatch all the fucking movies that we already decided that we hate. Well, I decided that we hated. Darian, if memory serves me correctly, the one other time that stands out vividly, vividly that you started cracking around the edges was when the padded room met the Corpse Cast gang and did Friday the 13th and your undying love of Ari Lehman. <clears throat> if I ever see that guy in person, I'm going to punch him square in the face. When it's all said and done, blood on the highway we will be inducted into the Horror Hall of Fame, should there ever be one, of course. I mean, if in shitty ass can make it in... Thanks again for the laughter, <clears throat> my dude, Gersh. <clears throat> he still doesn't like Insidious, apparently. Huh. I don't understand that, and I don't understand blood on the Patrick highway. Patrick Wilson rocks. And uh, Yeah, that's a pretty good movie. Speaking of the cowboy, here he comes. 
I actually met the cowboy in person. Oh, cool. Yeah, I had to finally deliver his prize pack to him in uh-huh. person since Buddy is apparently quit the show. <laughs> so, all right, I guess I'll just do this myself then. Uh, you would love the cowboy. Mm. Uh, he looks a lot like Dak Shepard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he weighs more than 100 pounds. Wow. So, yeah, very small guy. Oh, my God. Uh, here we go. Rocking the cof- coffee mug, subject line. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and someone made it in tonight. Or we get a return of Deacon. (laughs) (laughs) And if not, you need a guest spot. Just say when and what beer you'd like me to bring. (laughs) Best wishes for Monica and a smooth recovery. Hopefully physical therapy helps and the surgery isn't needed. Either way, I wish for a smooth, speedy recovery. Thank you for the mug and shirt. I'm already using the mug daily for my coffee. I'll start with dropping Phantom of the Mall Eric's Revenge YouTube link. Oh, very cool. So we did uh, Phantom of the Opera mm-hmm. for Monica Month. That mm-hmm. was your last your last one, which you and Jason Harrell were here for. Yes. There is a sequel called Phantom of the Mall. Oh. Which I guess was made in the 80s okay. and has Eric. Do you know the name of the Phantom of the, of the Opera was Eric? Jesse? No, I did not know that. What the fuck kind of a name? <laughs> that guy's name was Eric. Eric. His name is Eric. Okay. So strange. That's a weird name. Paris, uh, 1800s. He Eric. pops up with, hey, I'm Eric. Nice to meet you. Eric. I got Eric. kind of an ugly face, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so strange. Uh, good to hear Gersh writing it again, and there is an article on Bloody Disgusting about a possible remake from Joe Hill on Maximum Overdrive, which I would love to see happen. I did check out the trailer for the Evil Dead game and can't wait for it to come out. Hopefully it's co-op, but either way it looks badass. And as for the Alien RPG, I'd be down for a game. Used to play tabletop games and always had a blast, especially since as adults it involves drinking and plenty of shenanigans. Yeah, it does. It's interesting how the stigma of nerdy things like D&D and such has changed and is very widely accepted now. The actual There actually is a bar in Midtown that is geared towards gamers called The Glass Die. Mm, might have to check that out. Cool place if you haven't checked it out. Darian, your mention about JROTC made me realize I was in the lucky class apparently as we had three smoking hot cheerleaders in our group and most of us that were there was because we thought standard PE was boring as shit. I've always been a big in regular sports but always enjoyed camping and outdoor activities as such. Just my personal preference and often a harder physical workout than just running laps constantly. I have been moonlighting on podcasts, haha. And listen to Kevin's Death by Horror. Fun show and enjoyed Darian's guest spot. Wow. That was like seven years ago, I think. Wow. I do have to say with previous previous listening back and Darian's impressions, which are all great. Yes, they are. (laughs) But your Ted Levine impression is by far my favorite. (laughs) Oh, Ted Levine. I think we should get Ted Levine in here. He was uh, Buffalo Bill. Oh, oh, okay. And okay. Uh, Rusty Nail in Joyride. Oh. Is she a great big fat person? Mm. <laughs> there was a bit of miscommunication about swapping movie- movies. I mentioned swapping Santa Jaws for High Tension so we could have a great movie after Blood on the Highway. With that said, I was surprised that Santa Jaws wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Not a great movie, but I was entertained and thought it wasn't completely horrible. Now, I already know that's next week's movie god monster of indian flats will be horrible and make no apologies it's a 1973 horror western filmed in virginia city nevada 
At least with how bad this movie will be, I highly doubt there will be a worse movie next year, though I'm sure some some will see that as a challenge. Ha ha. On on Educate Darian, you're the haunting in Connecticut. He got me. Oh, you motherfucker. The haunting in Connecticut. God damn it. The box of eyelids, dude. I thought surely somebody would hit me on the box of eyelids. Uh, Yep, you're right, cowboy. And the house was a repurposed mortuary. Caught a few movies this week. Blood Vessel. Have you guys seen Blood Vessel? Mm -hmm. Pretty Mm -hmm. good show, right? Yeah. Good movie, and it makes me want to watch Subferatu. Have you guys seen Subferatu? Yeah, you've seen Subferatu. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just because I already know it's horrible. Overlord, another good show that I've been meaning to watch. Love that one. Mm -hmm. I still have yet to watch the Dead Snow movies, but they are on my list. Black Christmas Original. I haven't seen the remake yet, but I did enjoy the older movie, even though it was very dated. So there's actually two remakes to Black Christmas. One from 2009. Yeah. And then one from last year. Yeah. Boo. 2009, not good, no, but okay. leagues better than the one from last year. Oh, God, yes. Fuck that movie. Oh. Um, Once Upon a Time at Christmas, not a great movie. Think Joker and Harley play Santa and Mrs. Claus. Oh, we just watched that last night. Yeah, pretty uh-huh. good. Yeah, because I want him to watch part two. Oh, there's two of them. Yeah, part okay. two was like... Ooh, the best part of the movie was how the kills were tied to the 12 days of Christmas. Very mm-hmm. cool. Behind the Mask, again, amazing fucking movie and personally thought it was funny. Really enjoyed the nods to the old slashers and cameos. And finally, Final Girls with Tasia Farmiga. Really enjoyed how they made fun of slasher movies and the basic tropes. Worth a watch and should give everyone a laugh. I will recommend The Hogfather for some fun holiday film watching. It's not a horror, though. I watch it every year with my kids and enjoyed the Discworld book series thoroughly. Last bit, there is a horror-based card game that's the same as Cards Against Humanity. I'll post up a link on Facebook for those interested. Looks to be a fun time. Hope everyone has a great week and a happy and safe Christmas or chosen holiday you choose to celebrate this year. Catch you on the flip, cowboy. Thanks, cowboy. Yeah, buddy. Cowboy, have you watched Poultry Geist? Don't do it, cowboy. That's one that we need to review. Don't know. We never we reviewed I that. I feel like we did. You did maybe without me. <sighs> we need to do that excellent movie. I thought we put a moratorium on musicals. Did we not? I could have swore we did. No, After, you remember Poultry I remember Geist. Poultry How can Geist. you forget Poultry There's Geist? There's no way to forget that one. It'll make you want to punch yourself in the dick. It's got the best special effects ever. Oh, is that what you call that? <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the shedding up the uh, bathroom. The zombie Woo! finger in the butt. Yeah. Uh, special defects is what I call them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got some voicemails here, you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Let's start it off uh, in Southern California. This is about to get awkward because here Woo! comes Monica's pod boyfriend, Mr. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy! Hey yo! Hey yo! Padded room. How's my favorite degenerates this week? So far, so good, hey, sir. I hope everyone's doing well. Absolutely. One is, uh, well, I don't know. Is everyone going to show up? <laughs> I got. Nah, people I hope everyone's here. health is improving. Uh, I apologize for missing last week. Oh, I you're actually all good, did man. get the Rona. Good stuff. Oh, you oh, got so it. I tell you Fuck what, me. anybody. Need some time off, you know? You send me fifty bucks, I will come on in up. a ziplock bag and get it over there to you. There you go. I'll rub it <laughs> you go all. Go get over. that swab test. You zip it right in there. You'll be fine. You get two weeks off work, man. Good to go. Love it. Anyway, 
in reality, hey, Miss Monica, hope you're doing well. Hope you're uh, hope you're feeling better. And then, buddy, uh, hope you're able to uh, to make it. <clears throat> anyway, um, I'm really upset that I missed calling in last week because oh, I knew that um, I could help you understand some of what what you may see as inconsistencies okay. um, With what? in the Maximum Overdrive movie. Okay. You know, you okay. had mentioned about how fast the steamroller goes Educate and how it can me. never run over a person. I mean, it'd be hard. How a semi-truck couldn't actually sneak up on a human being. I don't think, I don't but, think that. that could <clears> you know, there's something that you had forgotten. What's that? Um, that really fixes all of that. And Cocaine. Helps the movie go completely into place because okay. you'll understand everything now. So okay. what do I need? I'm going to give it to you. This is, uh, Let's have this it. is what helps that movie make complete and total sense. Okay. It's called cocaine. I knew it. <laughs> now you see what happens is you say to yourself, "Now, hey, now this steamroller could never run over a human being. Maximum speed, but like if it was on two point five miles per hour, there's no way it could." <laughs> but then you add cocaine and you go, "Holy shit, we're gonna roll over a motherfucker with a steamroller!" A kid. <laughs> Same thing is true when you're thinking about, well, how did this uh, semi truck sneak up on a person? Of course, you know you could hear it. Right. Oh, you can just feel the rumbling of totally. it. Totally. So close. Again, you uh, use cocaine math. Okay. All right. So you just have the uh, truck itself, right. the diesel truck. Okay. Then you have the person. Then you add cocaine and you get home. Okay, you that, that get makes a lot more sense. going to get run over by a semi. <laughs> Look, I really think that shit works. I think that pretty much solves all of the inconsistencies. Totally. Anytime you're like, well, how come their car doesn't cocaine. work, but their car does? Mm-hmm. Just, again, add cocaine. It should all work itself Makes sense. Out. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> uh, also, you had said last week um, about you were trying to find Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. Mm-hmm. And you wanted me to say, hey, who's in that flick, you know, so I can look him up on IMDb. Jesus Christ, Mr. Brock. It's a fucking stupid-ass 80s flick, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) GP. It happens. He called back, though. G motherfucking T. Hell Hell yeah. So as I was saying, you're saying, like, hey, who's in this flick, so I can find him on IMDb or what have you. Dude, it's, uh, you know, it's Daniel Day-Lewis' oh, okay. first acting role, actually. <laughs> and uh, it's James Cameron's... Totally. Um, An ensemble flick. cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Helen Mirren's in it as well. Mm-hmm. And get the fuck out of here. You remember those stupid-ass <laughs> 80s movies, you know, the star... Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Helen Mirren's in it as well. Right. And get the fuck out of here. You remember those stupid-ass <laughs> 80s movies, you know, the star is probably his one flick. And he was probably the brother of the director of or course. some shit like that. But, and I tell you what, uh, it is on YouTube. I got a link um, right that here. tells you, you know, how good of a flick this is. So I will send you the link on YouTube. I'm also going to send you the song link oh, on YouTube, too. Yeah, that's because, what we need you know, hell, that's right pretty there. fun shit. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, you talked about uh, the movies. What are we doing for yeah, January? I want to make list. sure that my payment did indeed go through. Okay. And well, the answer is kind of in the inmates' hands. Did we meet? Uh, did we meet our goal, or no. do, have we come up short? We're we supposed did. to be uh, five new Patreons. No, nope, we got three. So um, for the first one, let's let's go with the John Carpenter. You know, what okay. are we going to do? Are we going to do vampires, or are we going to do ghosts of Mars? Ghosts of Mars. Um, you know, if we made Lovely. our stretch, then hey, vampires it is. Nope. Ghosts of Mars, if we missed it. Mm. 
<laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway, hope all is well with you. Love you like family. Bye now. Hey, you take care of yourself there, Mr. Tom Hardy. Love you, too. And if you're not feeling well, hit some cocaine. Yeah. Make it straighten everything out, apparently. You got COVID-19, you hit a line of cocaine. Cocaine, you're back at work tomorrow. Exactly. (laughs) What's up, Monica? I don't see... Is this the movie we're talking about? I don't fucking... Yeah, I think so. It's got Pauly Shore in it. Oh, well, no, okay. Oh, shit, there there it goes. Well, I'm sold. All right. And Morgan Fairchild. Oh my God! What year is what year is it? It says 1989. Oh God! Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I am excited because Rob Estes is in it. Let me let me guess. I'm going to put it at 2.6 stars. Am it's I, got a four point. A four star. points. A four. Yeah, stars. and this guy in it. I'm checking it out. Who the fuck is that guy? That's Rob Estes. <laughs> Who the hell's Rob Estes? He played the FBI agent in the show we just watched with uh, Richard Jewell. That was oh. the head FBI dude. Oh, that guy was a douchebag. Yeah, well, he's she likes pretty hot. So. <laughs> there it is. From 1992 there. Oh, even yeah. better. Let's get down to the funky old south with the... Uh, the cocaine steamroller of people that call into the podcast. Yeah. Here comes Mr. Alan Cha-Cha. It's the Krampus of people that call the show. I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. I hope Monica gets better. Um, Darian, would you be a ghost of Connecticut? Hunting in Connecticut. That kind of sounds like it. Anyway, I hope everybody's doing good. Well, as good as it can be. Um, You got me. Only like little highway Santa Jaws. I've never seen it. Man, I have no idea what you're in for. (laughs) It's going to be fun to listen to. Anyway, have a good one. Bye. You Bye, do, Alan. Alan. Thanks for calling in, big guy. Right <laughs> on, man. Yeah, I'm going to watch Santa Jaws, and I will drop a bonus episode later this week on Patreon and the regular SS, RSS feed for free for everybody. Uh, right on. That's I think that's all we got on the listener mail, kids. Do you guys have anything for Alan, Tom Hardy, Cowboy, Irma Gersh, Lonely Bob, or Mike? Yes, thanks, everybody. And I do want to say something. I missed it on Facebook, but I saw our own very little Sarah yeah. is grown up she and is. had a birthday. Can so happy birthday to her. Happy birthday, Sarah. Yeah. She's alive and well. Sarah, uh, yeah. GP's daughter, of uh-huh. course. Uh, yeah, and I think she's uh, she's in college now, isn't she? I believe so. Fuck me, man. She was yeah. calling into the show when she was like 14. I know, telling us off. Yeah, yeah. dad in the background also telling us off. Yeah. Just like everybody else calls in to tell us what, what our problem is. All right, you guys ready to get into a movie? Yes. Let's get down to some Alexandra Aja business, shall we? Mm-hmm.
It's High Tension from 2003, written and directed by Alexand- Alexandre. Alexand- I'm going to call him Al. I'm going to call him Alex. Aja. Six point eight stars on IMDb. Got Cecil de France, Maywin, and Philippe Nohan. Uh, starring in this one, got a kill count of five. These are five brutal motherfucking kills, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. This one's got a hard R rating, and I think it earned every inch of it, man. Mm-hmm. With the, just to, just in gore alone, light dusting and nudity in there. We got a cool little shower yes. scene mm-hmm. and a little uh, double clicking the mouse going on too. We'll get to that in a second. Monica, you dig this movie? Mm-hmm. What do you like so much about it? Brutality. I love her. Yes. And you like Marie? I love her. Are you, well, have you? That makes sense. That mm-hmm. makes sense to me because you're basically a dude. <laughs> and I'm into Marie too. I love her arms and her ripped little chest and her little boobies. <laughs> I'm all about like the the bodybuilding. The athletic look. chicks. Yes. I like that too. Mm-hmm. And normally I like a chick with short hair. Mm-hmm. I don't like a chick with a Caesar haircut, which I feel like <laughs> is what Marie was rocking. Yeah. That, it, it's a little bit too. I like a lovely Molly mm-hmm. haircut, you know? Yeah. I, I like a short hair, but you got to have some hair. You know? I mean. I, yeah, you can't pull her hair. No, not, not Marie's, because she'll punch you right square in the dick, for sure. Uh, this one's French. It's the uh, one of the first uh, international releases of Alexandra Aja. Mm-hmm. We start off in France. Um, this one is uh, pretty wacky. Now, Monica thinks she has the key to unlocking this movie and making it make sense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say nay. I'm going to say... There's a lot of things that still don't. Yeah, add we'll up. let the listeners. Okay, we'll let decide them decide there, or and, call us and, and tell I, us. I think Mr. Monica will be the deciding voice, <laughs> the voice of reason. I'm sure in this equation. Uh, so we start off in France. We have two young. Well, actually, we start off in what appears to be a hospital, where we see uh, the main character Marie. She's been beat to shit. She's uh, in a gurney, and her face looks like she just went ten rounds with Tyson. And, uh, you know, she's, she's in need of medical attention. And we start off with her asking if they're ready to record, i.e. she's about to be interviewed by somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay. From there, we have to assume that we're going into flashback land and we're going to get the events that led to her being beat to fuck in the hospital. So we start off with a road trip. Her and her bestie, Alex, are going back to Alex's uh, parents' house, I guess. I think they were college students. Mm-hmm. Yes. That sound right? Yeah. Yes. And uh, they're on break from college or something like that. And Marie is having a nightmare about uh, basing, basically being chased through the woods barefoot. Mm-hmm. And when she wakes up, she's like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, I had a nightmare. I had a dream I was chasing myself through the woods. All right. That's a little bit of a tell. Uh, something's not right with Marie. So they drive on through the night, listening to some god-awful French music. Horrible. I don't know where they got this music or why you would put that in your movie, but it is terrible. If that's what passes for music for France, no. God bless America. <laughs> no, France. Stop and stop what you're doing. Uh, they're having a hell of a time, though. I, I didn't necessarily get a lesbian vibe right off. I mean, you look at Marie, and the first thing that comes to mind is... She probably wants to finger pop Alex, I think, at the very least. Uh, I mean, like like you said, dude, she's very masculine in her style of dress and her haircut. Mm-hmm. And she looks like she's won some arm wrestling competitions in her day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's smoking cigarettes and she's got the aggressive piercings and all that. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that those 
things add up to lesbian, but at first glance, it does come to mind. Uh, from there, they get to... Uh, actually, from there, we're going to cut to a rusted-out um, delivery truck sitting in the middle of a field, and an old guy seemingly masturbating in said truck, but then he discards a severed head from the window as if to say, uh, I just got a BJ from a severed head. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple of thoughts on this. Possible that the severed head was, in fact, Alex. Now, it, that doesn't necessarily line up with where we're at in the movie right now, but it might line up where we end up at the end of the movie. Severed head didn't look like Alex, but it did not look like Alex either. Had bl- uh, long brown hair, just mm-hmm. like Alex did. I mean, I don't know how much of a comparison you can do to a severed head. It, it was the teeth. Like, she had a mouthful. She looked like a horse teeth. She did. Yeah. But she that head, teeth. when it hit the ground and you got the close-up, yeah. it didn't have those. I mean, if he was, you know, getting a blowjob from right. it, he'd probably feeling a little rough. Yeah. Well, but the I mean, teeth weren't there. I don't know if you guys watched the English dub version or the subtitled version. But in the, I watched. I've seen this movie several times, both versions. For the for the purposes of this podcast, I watched the uh, English dubbing, and what he's saying while he's you know having at the head, he's like, "Oh yeah, look at me! Oh, more teeth, more teeth!" Oh. And then, oh, bleh. so we didn't see that version. Okay, you got the subtitles then. No, mm-hmm. we had no subtitles. Oh, you just, yeah, we just watched the English version, the English dubbing. Mm-hmm. That's what I watched too. Yeah. So I don't know. It didn't, like I said, it, it vaguely resembled Alex. Now, that okay. may or may not factor into the way this movie ends. Uh, from there, we're going to keep with them uh, driving through the night into, uh, apparently Alex's parents live like in the middle of a cornfield in France, which looks to me a lot like Northern California. Mm. And halfway through the cornfield, Alex uh, does a little dick move where she's like, oh, what was that? Stops the car. Oh, yeah. Gets out of the car and goes hauling ass into the cornfield for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. Freaking Marie right out. Marie's yeah. like, what are you? Where'd you get? Get the fuck back. What are you? So she goes hauling ass after Alex. Alex does like a loop-de-loo on her, gets back in the car and drives off. Mm-hmm. The fuck was the point of that? Yeah. Dick. Right, anyway, you that's run a, into the cornfield. I'm not coming. No, after I you. will wait, I will and I will wait. roll the windows up and yeah. lock the doors. I'll be goddamn before I go running into a corn cornfield by myself. I mean, I'll do it, but you got to be really hot. I'm not doing it for like Dale, or I'll probably do it for my wife. But uh, like if Buddy goes, Buddy goes running into a corn maze. Uh-huh. I'm gonna put the change yeah, the stereo the yeah. radio, and I'll be waiting right here, buddy. You come on back when you're ready. Uh, so that's kind of weird. They get to the house, and everything's cool. It's late at night. Um, Dad's still awake. Mom and Alex's little brother are asleep. Uh, Dad lets them in. They've got a huge Saint Bernard. Great, mm-hmm. great looking dog. Uh, Dad lets them in. Gets them all situated for the night. There's your room. There's my room. Um, about this time, Alex steps into the shower and Marie steps out to smoke a cigarette and does a little peeping Tom routine on Marie. Or Alex, I mean. Marie is peeping on Alex. So now we know for sure what's going on, as if we didn't already know. Um, Marie is into Alex and she's about to uh, get down on herself. So she goes back inside, diddles one out. Now, this is where things are already not kind of going off the rails here because... At this point, while Marie is diddling, thinking about Alex taking a shower, here comes our big delivery truck down the road to the corn maze, or the uh, cornfield. 
big long road you can see this fucking guy coming from miles everybody mm-hmm. in that else in the house is asleep to include alex little brother mom and dad marie's the only one awake uh the, the driver the guy that we saw getting the blow job gets out rings the doorbell dad comes down dogs barking um the way this house is set up you have like a security door so dad opens the main door and he's talking to the driver through the security door Driver just hits dad in the head mm-hmm. through the security door. Now, I'm assuming everybody has seen this movie and knows where we're going with this. So the juxtaposition of this is that Marie is actually the killer and she is the driver. So I want this to make sense. I really do. But some things aren't going to add up and this is one of them. Are we to assume, Monica, since you think you have this figured out, that Marie... Um, Went outside, smoked the cigarette, watched Alex in the in the shower, possibly diddled herself, and then went back outside to ring the doorbell. No, she never went back. She never diddled herself. No, I I believe the killer, the man, is real. You think the driver was a real yes, guy? Yes, I think he's well, real. Well, that makes even less sense in the fucking movie. Well. <laughs> okay, hold that thought. We're yeah, gonna get let's, back to you. Yeah, let's keep. I, I want to hear yeah. that theory though, because that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Okay, so, uh, now this part is gnarly. Hits Dad in the head, reaches in and unlocks the door, lets himself in, kills the St. Bernard, takes Dad, who's still alive, puts his head in the the stair banister, which I used to do a lot when I was like 10 years old, and my mom would have to come and jerk me out of it, hurt like a son of a bitch. Uh, Instead, pushes a dresser and basically crushes Dad's head right off his neck. Yeah, there's no way Marie could have done that. Uh, She's got some guns on her. I was thinking about that. Okay. There's... Well, you don't know. But, the, you don't know the weight of that table he pushed. Yeah, that was a big table. Right. So the weight of the table mm-hmm. pushing it, boom, smashes his head off. She gets the momentum behind her. You mm-hmm. gotta have a lot of force. But the thing is, is that at the end, when we get the big reveal, we actually see Marie pushing the table. And I know. Okay. All right. I know. Hold, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold that thought. We're going to come back to you, and you're going to sort this whole thing out for us. All right, so that's pretty gnarly. Uh, Marie is awake, and she's like, oh, fucking shit, what the shit was that? Uh, She does a really slick job of, like, um, wiping the room down. She's, like, in an attic loft kind of a situation. Makes the bed, wipes everything down, makes it look like nobody was there, hides. Killer goes upstairs, kind of trapes around her room a little bit, goes downstairs. We hear something going on with the mom. Mom gets up, and then we hear screaming and all this horseshit. Uh, somehow Alex has managed to sleep through this entire fucking thing. I know, right? Yeah. You're yeah. Ha- with the, the doorbell and then the furniture moving around downstairs and the dog barking. She must have been really fucking tired. But she had earplugs in. That too. Mm-hmm. There's that. So um, Marie goes downstairs, wakes Alex up, tiptoeing around the killer as he's killing mom. Uh, Alex is like, what the fuck is this shit? And Marie's like, hey, don't move, don't move. He's coming, he's coming. So she hides again. Here's Alex getting hogtied slash chained to the bed and then gagged. Gets out. Now, at this point, we have to assume that the killer is completely unaware of Marie's existence or that she's there at all, right? Mm -hmm. Marie goes downstairs, tries to use the phone. Killer uh, cut the phone line, of course, as a killer would do. Uh, Hides in a closet just in time to see mom crawl into the bedroom and get her throat slit viciously right in front of the closet door. And uh, then we actually get to see our killer for the first time in the movie. Um, He looked a lot like Paul Sorvino 
if Paul Sorvino <laughs> didn't hasn't had like a good job in a couple of years and maybe was a severe alcoholic in a weird way. He what do you think this guy's day job was? Delivery guy or some kind of a mechanic? That's what I was trying to read. He had some type of logo on his overalls he yeah. was wearing. Almost like a heating refrigerator type. Oh, an HVAC Eric, guy. HVAC guy. Those guys are always the worst. Yeah. Those are the ones with the neck tattoos. And the, <laughs> ne- oh, yeah. Come on into my house there, crazy guy. See what you can do with my uh, my heating vent. And try not to rape my wife, please. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty nasty. There's our killer. He's an old guy. Uh, kills kills uh, uh, Marie's mo- or Alex's mom. Uh, once he leaves the room, Marie gets out and she goes back upstairs to try to, uh, save Alex. Alex is now completely chained to the bed. Um, they look out the window and see, uh, Alex's little brother take off into the cornfield. Poor kid. He's now an orphan, by the way. Um, here comes the killer. Marie hides again, unchains Alex, takes Alex downstairs, throws her in the back of the big work truck. Marie's like, oh shit, what am I going to do? I'm going to go, go upstairs, grab a kitchen knife real quick. Run back and try to, like, I don't know, cut the chains or try to pick the lock. Ends up getting herself locked in the back of the truck also with a padlock. This is going to be problematic in a few minutes. Um, Killer goes driving down the road, stops, gets out with a shotgun, goes walking off into the cornfield where we hear little brother screaming for his mommy, kaboom! Gets back into the car, and then the camera pulls back to find out that the killer just blasted little brother with a shotgun. That's bad business, dude. Usually, you don't kill the kids. Alexandra Aja is known for not pulling any punches, so there you have it. Dead little boy in a cornfield. Now, Marie and Alex are both locked via padlock that we saw the killer snap shut Mm -hmm. in the back of the truck. Here comes problem number one. Hmm. They drive to a gas station. Mm-hmm. The killer gets out, starts pumping gas. Alex slips right out of the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did she do that if it was padlocked, Miss Monica? Oh, I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah, all you see is the, the, the under the truck shot, you see two bare feet go, come out of the bottom, and then she runs and hides behind the gas pumps. It was fucking huh. padlocked from the padlocking Very on the back of the truck. I didn't even notice that. How did that happen? So when huh. she was taking the knife and the keys that she took with her from the house and prying, remember she was prying through the panel? Yeah. Is that what she got undone? It's possible, but you would think you would. we would at least get a shot of her, of like the padlock opening or something, but we don't. We don't. Yeah. All we see is her coming out of the, the truck and running off. So that's interesting, and that's something else that's not going to quite add up at the end of this movie. Uh, now we have this weird cat and mouse tense standoff situation inside the gas station. We got a poor schmuck working there. A uh, guy by the name of Jimmy. He's probably making eight bucks an hour or whatever the fuck France pays their gas station people. Uh, he's in there. He's watching TV, having a great time. Apparently the killer knows Jimmy because he goes in there mm-hmm. and he's like, Hey, Jimmy, you are bringing a lot of women in here at night, huh? <laughs> you bring the, the classy ladies and they come in here for a pumping. <laughs> and Jimmy's like, hey, yeah, you got blood all over your hands, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. The killer's like, give me some liquor, will you? Uh, Marie got in there before uh, the killer did. And she's like silently creeping around, kind of like, hey, hey, call the police when this guy gets out of here. He's crazy. Jimmy sees the blood on the guy's hands. Mm -hmm. And this is where things get even weirder. Uh, The killer wants like some high-end booze. And apparently in France, they have to lock that shit up. So Jimmy goes to the, the weird 
booze locker situation, opens it up. Uh, the killer sees Jimmy looking at Marie behind a thing, and then he just slams a fire axe into Jimmy's chest. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm with you so far, mm-hmm. but knowing the end of this movie, it's about to get a little strange. Uh, while that's going on, we get another cat and mouse game between the killer and Marie, where she's like running around and hiding in the men's room. They have weird urinals in France. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. They're like uh, cubicles almost, which I feel like would be um, a lot better for like not showing off your dick in public. Because like American urinals are basically saying, hey, look what I got. Yeah. You know, these things like come all the way out and mm-hmm. I don't want anybody seeing what I got. My, my dick. Well, over there, I can remember you had a you, you had a door like you had to put money in to open the door to go to the bathroom. In France? No. And well, where in I Europe? was in, yeah, Hungary. in Hungary and in Germany. You got to pay how, to use the shitter. Yeah. You had to put money in. How much money? What is the going rate for a shitter oh, usage? I don't know what it is. I <laughs> Ruples? A couple of <laughs> scroopies? Wouldn't young. that suck if you really had to go? Got the yeah, oh, shit. You had I got a, no change. Yeah. You had to put money in to use the toilet. I kind of I kind of like that. That's yeah. uh, you know that you you put that money towards uh, your education or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that, it's going to keep homeless fuckers from going in there and taking a nap. Yes. So there's that too. Uh huh. But but it, for this truck stop, whatever it is, they just have like cubicles, and you basically piss on the wall. From what it looked like, <laughs> I'm always interested in other countries and what their bathrooms look like. Okay. I've been to Japan. They had well when I was there, they just had like little softball sized holes in the floor. You had to make that shit work. And as an ugly American, well, they it's have not. Little penises over there, so they don't need. No, much. you poop. That's where you poop. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah, it's in, weird. In your house, you have like a, a about, little section like this. Big. Yeah, and you go there. You got to have mm-hmm. pristine marksmanship with your asshole to to make that happen. Yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna have to break out a wet mop, <laughs> and your whole house <laughs> is gonna smell like shit for months. Anyway, back to the movie here. <laughs> Enough about us and our scat adventures. Um, so, cat and mouse through the gas station. Uh, mm-hmm. Eventually, the killer is like, oh, I'm getting out of the theater. So, he goes back into the truck. Uh, Marie's like, I'm not letting you get out of here. He takes off. Mm-hmm. And she's like still fucking around in the men's room. She looks out the window, sees him tearing down the road. She's like, oh, shit. So, she grabs Jimmy's car, which is a muscle car, with a Confederate flag license plate. Yes. Did you catch that? Yes, I did. I was not expecting to see that in France. He was American. I was just reading it. He was an American student. The character was an American student. Yes. And he was American in real life. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Very strange, though. I mean, obviously, in 2003, <laughs> the Confederate flag didn't have the same connotation that it does now. But who would have thought such a thing would travel to France... And be it's got to be a Dukes of Hazard thing, I would assume, right? Maybe. Some kind of a pop culture deal. I don't know. Anyway, uh, he's got himself a muscle car, and he's got himself a three fifty seven Magnum, which he uses there for store security. I didn't think they had guns in France. I thought they just threw croissants at each other. I don't know. Ooh, you want to come back? Ooh. Um, so she grabs the gun and the car and goes hauling ass after the truck, going to mm-hmm. save her friend. Good honor. Uh, down they go. Uh, Again, this is like rural France, so it's all dark as shit, and it's dirt roads and all this crap. She gets up on his ass. Uh, He goes down a a dirt road. She goes flying past because she doesn't want him to know that she's following him. And then she kills the headlights, throws it in reverse, and then goes tearing down the same dirt road. Seems to have lost him for a few minutes. She's like, ah, shit, what am I doing? Then 
she gets smacked from behind, and he is now behind her. Mm-hmm. Bang, bang, bang. Runs her off the road. She gets into a terrible car accident, gets knocked unconscious for a few minutes. And um, she did all her own stunts in this movie. Oh, she's bad. Yeah. She's ba- uh, Cecile de France. Yeah, she she's did a bad all bitch. the stunts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, I would not want to run afoul of her in a dark alley. <laughs> she's going to take my wallet, and she's going to probably put me in a hospital. Um, so, runs her off the road, uh, terrible car accident, gets knocked unconscious for a few minutes. When she wakes up, she's back on his trail. They basically find themselves in what I would assume to be uh, somebody's weed stash, weed growing operation, right? It's like an abandoned Mm -hmm. greenhouse. Mm -hmm. And this killer guy is a fucking tactical genius. He's like looking for her with the flashlight and she's like, oh shit, I'm going to get him. So she takes, this is where we get the big thing with the the two by four wrapped in barbed wire and she's Mm going to fuck his shit up. He takes his flashlight and hangs it from the ceiling with some string and just kind of spins it. So she thinks she's sneaking up on him. And then he comes behind her and chokes her out. Mm-hmm. I would not have thought of that. Granted, I'm not a goddamn serial killer rapist type of a guy either. You're not? I'm, I'm willing to learn. Okay? <laughs> okay? I'm taking pointers from this dude. <laughs> if I ever get hard up, I know how to go about it. Um And then we get like a big fight between them, big struggle. They end up getting into this weird choke fight thing where he uh, chokes her out, uh, like suffocates her with some plastic, and then like gets all weird with it, starts licking her belly button ring and uh, playing. He's got like a shaving straight razor and he's like, oh, I'm going to cut off your ear and then I get like a pretty girl. And then eventually she wakes up and kind of... Hits him in the head with a rock, which is good. Knocks him, doesn't knock him out, but knocks him off of her. Gets up, grabs the the barbed wire bat, smacks him in the head three or four times. Good. He goes down, and then she gives him another five or six whacks on top of that. We're thinking this dude's out of the equation. She goes back to the truck, uh, opens it up, mm-hmm. finds Alex in the back, still chained up and gagged. She's <laughs> like, Alex, I got you. We're free. I killed him. Don't worry. Alex is like, get the fuck away from me, you crazy bitch. Uh, Gets her unchained, gets the gag out, and she's like, you killed my whole family. Alex still has the kitchen knife that Marie gave her at the beginning. It's like, get the fuck away from me, you crazy bitch. And Marie's like, hey, I just went through hell and high water, killed some poor, well, he's a fucking asshole, but I killed him anyway. And uh, I just rescued you. How about a little bit of respect and some gratitude? And she's like, no, you killed my whole family. And this is where things start to get pretty weird because Alex lays it on Marie that she's actually the one that killed everybody. And we get a quick little snippet flashback of Marie pushing the banister and killing uh, Dad and slitting Mom's throat and shooting Junior with a shotgun. And now we're going to cut back to the gas station where the cops have shown up are rewinding the uh, surveillance footage, and we actually see Marie kill Jimmy with an axe. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I'm willing to sign off on that, but there are some loose ends here that are still untied. Uh, The truck. Where did the truck come from? I'm asking you. You seem to have all the answers. He, he, oh, well, we haven't gotten to the end of the movie Okay, yet. okay. We'll get, yeah. Okay, let's let's tie it yeah. all up, and then you're yeah. going to sort this whole yeah. thing out for All right. Uh, so she's like, what? No, I did not do that. Now we're going to cut back to the driver, who mm-hmm. is regaining consciousness, has gone to his truck, mm-hmm. and pulled out. Jesse, you're a tool guy. What the fuck would you use that saw that's, for? That's for cutting pipes. That's what that is? Yeah. So it's, it's huge. It's a steel chainsaw. Okay. With a blade, you can put different blades on it. Okay. So you can put one that'll cut 
masonry. Okay. You can put one that cuts steel. It, it's known as a chop saw. Chop saw. I'm going to write that down. That's exactly what it is. That's what I'm going to get my wife for Christmas mm. because she loves tools. Um, is there like a uh, safety lock I can put on that? Because my wife gets a little angry at me sometimes, and I don't want her coming after me with it. So I yes. can put like, like a ca- it cable It comes lock. with a pin. That's how you change the blade that locks it. Okay, perfect. They have, you know, depending on which one you buy, they have the handle like on the chainsaw okay. that goes forward and locks it to keep the blade from going. Perfect. Yeah, you'll protect yourself Okay, with it. good. If uh, you hear her pulling it and starting it. It's you guys, loud. If you guys had an argument, yeah, you might want to leave. Okay, it's loud. So <laughs> yeah. I'll hear her come. She's not sneaking up on me with it. That's the main thing. Okay, great. It's huge. It's a great big fucking saw. And mm-hmm. here comes the driver with the saw. And mm-hmm. he's chasing after Marie. Some poor sh- schmuck is driving down the road. Marie jumps in front of his car, causing him to swerve off the road and smack it into a tree. Mm-hmm. Marie jumps in the car. Get the fuck out of here. Well, I can't now because you just jumped in front of it. I had to swerve to hit your fucking ass and ran into a tree. Now the radiator mm-hmm. is blowing smoke out, so I'm not going anywhere. Uh, here comes the driver with his uh, giant chop saw. Jumps on top of the hood, still trying to get the car to start. It's not going to start. No. They don't know anything. Apparently in France, they don't know anything about cars. They when don't. The steam is coming out of the radiator. You're done. You're not going anywhere. At least not for a good couple hours until it cools down, if you're lucky. He's still trying to start the fucking thing. Uh, needless to say, the driver smashes the chop saw through the windshield, bisects this poor guy, Looked a lot like Mr. Bean, if you guys remember Mr. Yeah. Bean. Oh, yeah. I felt bad for him because I really liked Mr. Bean. It wasn't Mr. Bean, though. It was just some poor guy. Marie gets out but has a giant piece of fucking glass somehow wedged into her Achilles tendon. I don't know how that happened. I assume it was from the windshield, but it's bad, man. It's going like from the heel of her foot down through the arch. Uh-huh. Ugh. She can't walk, obviously, so she's doing like an unfortunate butt drag across the highway in her nighty, which is kind of erotic in a weird way. Uh, here comes the driver, and he's got the saw on her, and he's like, tell me you love me, tell me you love me. And she's like, ah! And then we pan around, and again, it's Marie. And she's saying, tell me you love me, tell me you love me. And then she's like, fine, I love you, I love you. And then from there... Uh, she drops the saw, and they hug it out, and then we cut to Marie in the hospital, and Alex uh, on the other side of some two-way glass, mm-hmm. and I guess Alex is there to identify Marie, and Marie, I think we have to assume is the killer, Monica, what do you think? You think no. I, I want to hear, so you think the driver was an actual dude? Yeah, because I was just reading that... They cut out the scene where the killer was supposed to be fingering Marie. Okay. Um, and Alex. At the same time? Uh, it didn't say at the same time, oh. but that was a scene that was cut out. Okay. Yeah, I think at the beginning of this movie, she's telling her version of what happened. Okay. I think there was a killer. Okay. A separate killer that happened to come across them. Okay. And I think maybe... I think maybe Alex was hateful enough to blame Marie. Why would she be hate? Why would she hate Marie that much? I I don't know. Okay. I mean, obviously they're tight. She wouldn't bring her back to her parents' house if she hated her, right? Yeah, but she could have blamed her for all of this. Okay. So we don't know if Alex was all there either. That's true. That's I mean, true. this could go all ways. Oh, yeah, it could. Yeah. Alex could have been saying that this was her version. 
Okay. That Marie did all of this. Well, it's quite possible. It is possible. But even in Alex's version, there's still, I mean, like the, the crux of the story still leaves a lot of loose ends. Mm-hmm. The truck. Yes. Um, what the fuck happened at the gas station? Mm-hmm. Marie, we have surveillance footage of Marie axing Jimmy, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, so that clearly happened, right? Mm-hmm. So, maybe. Well, the police saw it, right? <laughs> We're bringing a third party observer in, and they noted that Marie <laughs> killed Jimmy. Okay, so we have to assume that that part is accurate. Okay, so if that part is accurate, we also have flashbacks that show Marie pushing the banister and decapitating Dad, uh, cutting Mom's throat, and shooting the little brother with a shotgun. So those could theoretically be a version of Marie or Alex's story. Right. Okay, but then where did the truck come from? He Because he, he he was a separate dude, like... He was a man that was a killer. Okay. So I guess my best possible explanation, what if, and I'm just throwing this out here. This just came to me in the last few seconds. What if the the, the guy was real, Uh showed up there uh, because of delivery or uh, HVAC or whatever, Marie kills him and then goes on her killing spree and is trying to blame him for everything. That could be a possibility That's probably the only thing that makes sense. But then we have things like uh, Jimmy's car. How did Jimmy's mm-hmm. car get wrecked? Exactly. Did she? I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. I don't have an answer. And the, I, the I, sauce scene with him and her, like, yeah. yeah. How did that happen? What she just decided to cut herself up? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, man. <gasps> this whole thing doesn't. Uh, I like it. I like the movie because yeah, I'm not going to tear apart no, the movie. No, no, I dig just, it. It just the I don't know that the ending actually adds up to to what we think it adds up to because mm. I, I we can't really say Marie did all of that, right? Yeah, I don't think she did all of that. So, but then I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say I don't know, and I'm gonna leave it at think? that. What do you think, Mister Monica? There's too many inconsistencies in there. Right, you can't explain the truck. No. The truck can't be explained. The yellow car can't be explained. Negative. So the only thing that you could think is, did Marie dream? Was she in the dream like she was running through the forest when she was in the back of the car? So she's thinking, oh, this was a nightmare because she's been through some type of trauma. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's possible. You know, and she's thinking, oh, man, I maybe dreamed this up. But what doesn't make sense is the video footage, the officers reviewed of her putting the axe through poor Jimmy. Right. So... And then the end, the wounds in the hospital, mm-hmm. she didn't have all those wounds. Mm-mm. I mean, I, when they zoom in on the version that we watched, you see she's got stitches down the middle of her back. Right. Which could have been from the crowbar that Alex put through her shoulder. Because remember, it came out. Yeah, the it, did, it did come through so, her back. So I, I don't know. I think that she was the killer. I think we have to assume that, right? I mean, there's, she's flashing back, remembering... She's telling the story right. in front of the camera. Yeah. So you have to go back to, she was the one that, the flashback of taking dad's head off. Right. She tells the story, and this is her telling it, she shoots the little boy in the cornfield. Right. And then she's after Marie. I just can't make sense of the very beginning where we're in the green the green van, getting a blow job, and the head comes out the door. Whose and head is that? And if Marie just showed up to the parents' house, how did she know where the gun was? Another good point. I mean, she was there earlier in the evening. 
Yeah, but it didn't show that no, it, she was like, "Oh, look at this yeah, gun." Oh, no, I don't know. You know, valid point. A lot of lot of open ended argument here. Uh, mm-hmm. We would love to hear your thoughts on high tension and what the hell you think <laughs> yeah. happened. Was there a third party, a fourth party? Was it a government conspiracy? Maybe aliens were involved. I don't fucking know. The padded room, two thousand eleven at hotmail dot com. And one other thing. Huh. Okay, so when the driver was in the car, right. and Marie was there, and then the killer came. How do you explain that? Well, you got to remember that she's telling the story. We're getting to see her story. Her version. Her version of the story. Right. So did she create this monster that I, when she's in this psychotic killing mode, she's this monster? I think so, but... It kind of reminds me of Glass. Yeah. When he creates the big... Legion. Yeah. Yeah. But... It's still, yeah. You can't explain the other vehicles. There's a, I mean, there's a lot. But if if we if we're gonna assume that all we're we're watching here is the ramblings of a mad lesbian Marie who's <laughs> a lover scorned and on a killing spree, there's gonna be like if you're a cop and you're trying to make sense of all this, there's gonna be a lot of question marks. Mm-hmm. How did the van get over there? What? Why? How did Jimmy's car get over there? Yeah. I mean, you did maybe Alex stole the, got loose and stole the van, and you chased her in Jimmy's car. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense because she was chained up in the back the whole time. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I did read that is the same vehicle from Jeepers Creepers. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think so, the Jeepers Creepers one was in a lot worse shape, though. But that's according to Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, so. what do they know? Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Bottom line is. Uh, Good you know, show. when she's playing with herself, that's a great scene. That's a great scene. That's a great scene. <laughs> the shower scene, the little two-second blip that we got, that's when, a good scene. When it comes to female <laughs> masturbation, I like a little booby play. Yeah, we, it would have been nice because that's uh, Miss Give Monica's me. favorite. During the movie, she's yep. like, I just love those A-cups. She was going off. She was even researching oh. her bra size oh. and everything else when we were I'm watching this. I'm going to need to review that research later. Send it to me in a private file. Yeah, she was she was going off about her body, her size, her weight, her dimensions. Yeah. Yeah, she's 5'8", so I was like, yay, she's tall. Perfect. All right, you motherfuckers. Let's take us a little break and come back with some other stuff, yeah? Yeah.
Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. We are back. Dude, if I ever decided to go on a killing spree and had to invent another persona for myself Mm -hmm. to do the killings in lieu of myself... I would like to see an evil dwarf, Darian, running around. <laughs> so maybe like God. a gnome kind of a guy. The minute you, know? you said that, I pictured the little dude from uh, uh, the Irishman. The Irishman? What? Yeah, the the dude, you know. The leprechaun. leprechaun. Yeah. Oh, the leprechaun. <laughs> ah, maybe, maybe not so Irish, though. I don't want like a nationality attached to my evil, okay. evil gnome. I, basically, I want Deacon... But like a like a, not so cute like Deacon with facial scars and oh, like okay. dirty fingernails and bad mm. teeth running oh, around. Oh, okay. Ah! Now I'm picturing the kid from Pet Cemetery. Yeah, but with curly hair, <laughs> okay. more or less, and not a little dead. bit taller. Uh, yeah, not, yeah. I don't want a dead version. I want okay. like just like a methed out yeah. kid. You know what I mean? Just fire! Ah, gotta catch you, you fucker! And then I'll be like, "What happened?" And I'll be like, "Darian killed everybody." No. No, it was a little guy with curly hair and facial scars. I had nothing to do with it. No, man, it was you. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, goddammit. Um, I think it's about time to get into a little what are you looking at. I had a hell of a week, gang. I'm not going to lie to you. I only got one thing in, but I'm going to tell you about it right about now. What are you looking at? Go. Oh, I only got to watch one thing this week. I watched the Creep Show holiday special on Shudder. Have oh, you guys gotten a chance no. to check this out? Uh-uh. It's pretty. It's it's uh it's um it's pretty silly. Actually. Okay. So it's basically it's it's a live. Did you watch the Halloween one Mm-mm. with Kiefer Sutherland? No. That was like a weird motion comic thing where you like look at it. It wasn't anim. It was kind of animated, but it mm-hmm. wasn't really. But uh, this one's a live action. It's a support group for shapeshifters. Oh, boy. Yeah, and you go there and you say, Hi, my name is Darian. I'm a werewolf. And then there's a, a were-leopard <laughs> and a were-boar. And then Santa Claus is some kind of an evil deity that hunts shapeshifters. And he shows up in the middle of this meeting to wreck shop. You would love it because there's a lot of shirtless uh, big... Uh, bulky oh, dudes with uh-huh. like hairy chests and stuff <laughs> turn into different various animals. Uh, it, it, it's pretty silly. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not. It wasn't particularly scary at all. Uh-huh. But it, it, it's about 45 minutes. It's on Shutter right now. If you want to check it out, hmm. it's nothing. It, it's it's fine. I would say. I would say it's fine. It, okay. It's exactly what you would expect from a creep show Christmas special. Mm. That's all I got. Monica, okay. what did you guys get to watch this week? Uh, we watched, yeah, we watched uh, Hunter. That's yes. what it was called. Hunter. Yeah. Okay. I Before we even got to the ending, I was reading about this movie because we were like upset. We were like, we don't want to watch this because it's about a hunter who hunts wolves. Okay. And we don't want to see any animals getting killed. Right. And so we didn't get to see any of that. Well, that's but, good. Um, this family that's out in the boonies thinks that there's a big wolf hunting them. 
and it's uh, really not. It's a killer out there. But they said, when I was reading about it, they said the ending was really gruesome. Yeah. It was gruesome. Nice. Like, the killer, the it's that fucking ugly guy we hate. We hate that uh, guy. Jeff, what's his name? Nick Staw. Nick Staw. Nick Staw. Oh. He's not that ugly. Why yes, why he, we, yes, he is. I hate, yeah. we hate I agree. I hate, I hate we, that guy. Why do we hate Nick Stahl? Oh. He was good in uh, Terminator 3. Oh, God. Yeah, because we, of that bully movie, huh? Yes. Okay. It was because of the bully movie. But, yeah, so he, he's... Sin City? He's the killer. He okay. And so... He doesn't he, strike me as particularly intimidating. Well, we don't get to see like how he killed the husband. Okay. But um he ends up knocking the wife out and he he must have done something pretty awful to the daughter like she's 12 years old. Ooh. And the mom just like opens the door and that's when she fucking goes crazy. Oh. And we get a scene from the original Martyrs. Ooh. She fucking skins him alive. Ooh. Yes, very okay. gruesome. It was payback for whatever. Yes. It would have been nice to see what he did what did he do to the little girl at least i mean i don't know that we need to see it but at least an idea right right yeah because i needed to know but it yeah was bad she oh. he was alive the whole time good yeah good for him. so that asshole yeah what else did we watch we watched all kinds we of watched shit. all kinds of movies yeah, yeah you guys have been gone for like three months i can't even remember now you're supposed to be writing them down i know normally <laughs> she has a book right today she shows up with a post-it note i got you gone for two months shows up I, with a post-it i'm note. gonna remember i'm gonna go back and write all the movies oh, down next week i'll prepare for a four-hour episode yes <laughs> we've, we've watched a ton of movies be, since the lockdown be prepared. so That's all good Right on. If you get a chance, uh, if you even want to fast forward it because it's slow, yeah, you know it's basically a, a family living where nobody should be living, starving to death because they can't get enough food, right? Mm-hmm. And they're taxidermies. Oh, cool. That's that's their trade. So they're selling their trades, and nobody wants to buy them anymore. Well, yeah, they're not valuable, right? And so they're basically mom living out in the middle of nowhere with the kid. But the ending was. And when the cops even come inside because she freaks out and she goes out in front of them and that's the end of the movie. But when, even when they go inside, he's still alive. I mean, imagine the whole Deep skull is ripped off. He's yeah. just, and you see his eyes moving and his mouth moving. You're like, that was yeah, awesome. Gnarly. Yeah, he Good would times. deserve that in real life. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck yeah, Nick Stahl. Okay, it's not his <laughs> fault. He's an actor. You're not supposed to like him. I didn't even like him in that movie. Which uh, movie? What was that called? Uh, uh, where they're high school. and Bully. No, not Bully. What? The other one with the Katie Holmes in it. Oh, uh, bad behavior. Uh, disturbing yes. behavior. Yes. He was good he in that was. one. Yeah. yeah. Fuck okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bully wasn't that good of a movie either. And he was... Whatever, man. Well, wasn't Michael Pitts in that? He so was. Yoo-hoo! He was cracked out in that one. <laughs> All right. That's what we're looking at, inmates. Let's do a little immersion therapy, shall we? <laughs> immersion therapy.
how many times do I have to tell you guys, mm-hmm. if your kid dies, that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't want your kid to die. I think mine's dying right now out in the living room. <laughs> if that's it, then that's it. I'm sorry. You can't bring it back. I would love it if you could. If mm-hmm. you do, zombie, going to uh, probably try to kill your wife or your dog or something. Or uh, you only get it for three days, like in Wakewood. Uh, or in this case, you have to make a deal with the goddamn devil, and then that's going to wreck everything anyway. <laughs> This was a pretty good show. We're talking about Anything for Jackson from 2020, streaming currently on Shudder. I loved it, man. What did you guys think? It was okay. It was okay. It was just slow for me. Dude, the part with the uh, the suffocated black guy. <laughs> yeah, that dude was creepy. It was. That dude was creepy when he came out from under the bed. Yeah, man. And he's doing all the contortions, and he gets up on her, and then here comes the wife. Also, the trick-or-treat sequence was pretty gnarly. Yeah. All of a sudden, the kid's nine feet fucking tall. (laughs) Trick-or-treat. Trick-or-treat. I thought it was pretty good. You guys weren't into it. I thought there was some comedic moments, too. I mean, the idea of this poor grandma and grandpa uh, stumbling upon the Necronomicon and trying to do black magic, I thought was hilarious. And their weirdo group of uh, D&D playing goth emo cult uh, craft wannabes that are hanging around the church. I was just upset. Like, how does this, how does a pregnant woman get kidnapped by these two old people? Farts, I was like, just going to say, let me tell you. Come on. I got two kids. When my wife is pregnant, uh-huh. she can throw me around like a rag doll. She's out there bench pressing things, wrenching on cars, building fucking uh, towers of aluminum and things. It's bizarre. And running me into the dirt out there on the track every day. The The demon scenes were good. I loved them. But yeah, you know me. I just like a little more action. Uh, it, I mean, it was atmospheric, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, you you couldn't help but feel for the grandparents, which brings. I don't think they ever addressed where the kids' actual parents were. Or, but that's what gets me is yeah. they were just grandparents. It's not like they were the parents. So I mean, how heartbroken are you? Yeah. Over a grandchild. Well, I, I guess I would probably try this for one of my dogs. See? Don't do it for your dog either, Monica. <laughs> come back as a hell dog. Oh, that's just that what would you be need. okay. We'll chain him up as oh, long bullshit. as they're there. He's going to chain you guys up. <laughs> chain him up. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, man. I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. Nice little demon movie. Reminded me a lot of uh, The Dark and the Wicked. Just in its atmosphere and the demonic aspect. Which one was that one? Uh, the farmhouse with the two kids. <gasps> oh, the yeah. Two guys. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Had the same kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm into it a lot. Uh, <laughs> there were some funny moments, too. Just watching these two old old people trying to stumble their way through. The house action. was cool. Love the house. I would take the, that house. When the, the cop killed herself, that... What? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. She was just about to bust these two. And then all of a sudden, <gasps> wait one second. Boom. Whoa! Yeah. What the fuck? And then the guy with the snowblower? Oh, that Yeah, that guy. was a good scene. Oh, I love the hey, snowblower. Easy there, Tiger. <laughs> it's coming out of nowhere with this stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I say it's definitely worth a watch. It is streaming on Shudder presently. Uh, anything for Jackson from 2020. Yeah, it's not bad. It just was slow for me. There, There is some, some tension building. Mm-hmm. And you know, Monica, if there's too much talking in a movie, she can't handle it. I need death like What's everybody right talking away? about? Are you going to kill each other or not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pull your fucking dick out already. Jesus. <laughs> Sitting here for an hour. Uh. 
Your immersion yeah. therapy for this week is going to be The Evil in Us from 2016. This one is presently streaming on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Check that shit out, inmates, and we will compare notes next yeah. week. Now, this is some high-paced action. High-paced action. Yeah. Somebody does yeah. pull their dick out in this one, I'm Yeah, sure. we get... <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't actually seen this one. All right. Well, now's about the time we usually educate Miss Monica. Educating Miss Monica. You got nothing. I got nothing. All right, fine. Can, I got nothing. Let's educate you. We can this do week. me again. We'll start with uh, last week's clues. Uh, Cowboy and I think Alan both nailed me. Um, yeah. Kid got real sick. Had to relocate to a new town in Connecticut. Uh, bought a repurposed house. Everything was going okay for a minute or two, and then all of a sudden, we find a box of eyelids in the wall. Haunting in Connecticut, boys and girls. The kid that plays in that movie. He is popping up all over the place. Was that the little kid or the teenager? The teenager. Oh, okay. He was in that movie. He was in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. He was in Jennifer's Body. He just showed up in Ghosts of War. He was also oh. in... Uh, have you guys seen that one, by the way? That's a pretty good one, until the end. No. Uh, and he was also in The Cleansing Hour, which I recommended earlier in the mm-hmm. show. Definitely worth checking that one out. Uh, let's see. Who might I be this week, you wonder? I am a tough New York City detective in the early 90s, and there has been a recent string of mob killings going on, and all of a sudden the guys that are dead are getting back up, and they're killing other guys, and then those guys are getting back up. And now, if I didn't know any better, I would say this hot chick that I'm questioning is some kind of vampire, and she wants to make me a vampire too. Thank God Don Rickles is here to sort the whole thing out. (laughs) Anybody? Um. Oh my God! You're, you got I, it. You're I gonna you're gonna hate yourself in the morning. I can't think of the name. <laughs> oh my God! Think about that, inmates. I'll clue you in next week on who I am. In the meantime, I think that's about gonna do us for the week. Um, thank you very much for joining us as usual. Join us next week for the God Monster of Indian Flats here in Cowboy Month in the Padded Room. Uh, Also, I'm going to drop a bonus Santa Jaws episode on you later this week. Um, We do have a Patreon campaign running, I believe, February is Hmm. wide open if anybody wants it. $5 donation gets you control of February. Find that link and anything else you need to know about us at paddedroompodcast.com. In the meantime, for... Miss Monica, Mr. Monica, Buddy in Absentia, um, Ghosts of Mars, mm-hmm. Sharks with Santa Claus hats on, I guess. Ice uh, Cube. Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Desolation Jones, I think mm-hmm. was his name. <laughs> uh, lock and Key, way overpriced holiday calendars. Mm-hmm. Uh, chicks that may or may not be into other chicks and then go on to killing sprees for that chick. <laughs> And the Padded Room Podcast, I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye.